Somebody make your head blow off. Hey, yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up. You know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can, 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 you, can, you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. Welcome to an all-new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. Say it with me now. Alpha male G-O-D, 51 spade, a.k.a. the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. And you know how we do it. Episode. We do two topics in one hour. And here we go. The first topic tonight is going to be about, well, both topics are going to be about Kevin Samuels. Because that's what everybody's talking about right now. Um, we're going to do the first 30 minutes just based on the content. What did the content mean? What is his legacy? What did I take away from it as a woman? Just our opinion on what he was trying to do and why and what we took away from it. And during the second half of the show, we're going to talk about how celebrities and other podcasters alike are responding to his death. Um, so we're going to jump right in. We're going to talk about the content first, what it means, what is his legacy? What did we take away from it? I've been dreaming about doing this show <laughs> because Kevin Samuels has gotten so much negative press when he was alive about his content and even more negative press now that he's passed on. We're going to try to keep the passed on part out of it until the second half of the show. So we're just going to talk about the content, what it means and his legacy and what I took away from it personally. I'm on the side of Kevin Samuels a hundred percent and I'm going to just brace myself for any backlash that I'm going to get from that. Just, you know, cause I'm a woman. I think that a lot of women have come out against Kevin Samuels from the beginning <clears throat> for doing one thing. And it's the one thing I've been known to do with my friends and family. And that's be honest. I got a question for you. Before sure. You, before you even go that route. Sure. Okay. So your first experience with him, I think like most people had to be the average at best video. Okay. So we just saw a clip of him telling the woman that he was average. So you had to have a first. She was average. That she was average. So right. you had to have a first thought of seeing that clip before you ever saw a show. Right. So start from there. Like. What I, I thought when I saw it. What did you think about when you saw that clip? I was relieved. If if I'm being completely 100% <clears throat> honest, I was relieved. Because if we're going to be completely transparent, I've been around women who I've known and women that I don't know that set their sights too high. You know, if you're sitting in a group of women and you have a particular woman talking about what she's looking for and what she needs... And the first thing I'm doing is going down a mental checklist in my mind as to why do you think you deserve that? You know, what would make you think that type of guy would want you? So when I heard Kevin Samuels actually, because I can't say that, in a group full of women, in an entourage full of women, if you rain on another woman's parade, you are a hater. And what I mean by raining on her parade is she got on a two-piece and she know better. You can't be the friend to tell her to take off the two-piece bathing suit and put on a one-piece. You can't hate. You got to let her be fabulous. You got to let her have her moment. And so I have always took the position as, if she like it, I love it. Mm -hmm. In that type of situation, something basic like that, a bathing suit. Mm -hmm. If I told my friend to change, I would be looked at as a hater, especially to her other friends who are mum. So then I would join her other friends and just be mum. So... When, I, when you have a man now saying, hey, <clears throat> mom, your body ain't made for no two-piece. Because now it's not, because why are we wearing a bathing suit? Yes, we're with a group of girls. Yes, we're going to the beach. So it requires a bathing suit. But you picked out the perfect bathing suit, hopefully, because you don't want your girlfriends to look at you. You want someone of the opposite sex to think you look good. Mm -hmm. That's the same reason why we get our hair done. We get our makeup done. Um, that leads me to another show that I saw that he started talking about how much makeup we pile on our face and the fake eyelashes and the colored hair. To hear him say men don't like that, 
This is a gift. But some people say that that's that's degrading. It's so, not so, degrading. So from, so, so from the standpoint of saying that when you look at his show, they would say, I didn't see him really uplifting women, that he hated black women, that he was degrading black women. It's a joke. And when you see his his, his content, so because I'll just come from the standpoint of a different way. For me, when I very first, first saw that clip, the very first thing that I thought of is, like I tell people on this show, and most people don't realize, is that I was doing, we were doing this show before him. Before Kevin Samuels, yes. But what was funny to me is, I got a lot of that backlash. Mm -hmm. Me, myself, is a man, I got a lot of the backlash. Oh, he's tripping. Oh, he's crazy. And chauvinistic. And, 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 and I was, uh, that's right, I was either misogynistic. Chauvinistic, yep. And, but the thing that was crazy to me is it was a lot of men that would come to me and say, Spade, you saying shit that I want to say, but I would not dare say. Mm -hmm. So seeing him do that, I'm like, well, as a man, I already feel that way anyway. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times I feel like when someone is doing truth telling, and this is the thing that people don't really under, uh, I feel like we kind of get these waters a little bit murky. When you think about truth tellers in this world, anytime they tell the truth, it's not received well. I don't really care who it is. When you, mm -hmm. Most people look at Dr. Martin Luther King right now. Well, Dr. Martin Luther King was a truth teller. But at the moment, of, at that time, not now, but when he died, he was hated. Mm -hmm. Malcolm X, same way. He was telling truth, but he also was hated mm -hmm. at that point in time. Because when someone finds out or, or someone is saying a truth about a, a, a person, I'm trying to figure out in this day and age, they're saying well, you can't beat down women. You can't uh, you can't tell a woman that. You can't ask a woman her weight. You can't ask a woman what her age Why not? is. Why not? Well, that's the question. You know, it's really sad when we start to throw around all these moral ideas. Because that's all moral. I've been in this seat for a long time now. And a lot of times I will challenge you and say, I understand where you're coming from. But... If you are going off of your moral compass, it feels a certain way to say something that could be taken in a demeaning way. Um, I don't think the truth should be demeaning at all. Does it hurt? Mm. Yes, but it should not be called demeaning if it's fact. So if you go to the doctor and you get on the scale and you 230 pounds and you're five feet tall, you're fat. Some might say obese. Mm. That's a fact. So you can't beat Kevin Samuels up for saying you're overweight. You are. You are overweight. And no, you should not wear that. And then eyelashes got on, we don't even like. These are all gifts. These are all gifts because women are walking through life that it, because, because one person dated them or because their friend that's 500 pounds got married, their mind is convinced now, well, but you know what? I'll be fine. I can do anything. I can eat anything. I don't have to exercise. I don't have to take care of myself. And that's those are big things because we know losing weight is is hard. It takes a lot of work. So let's go to something simple. Let's go to something else Kevin Samuels would always say. The bonnet. Really simple thing. Really, really simple. And me as a civilian in Walmart, in Publix, in Winn-Dixie, what do I see? A mom with a bonnet on. Four kids hanging off her basket. She cussing them out in the middle of the store. That is not attractive. But I can't say, ma'am, um, could you keep your kids quiet? And by the way, I don't know if it's really appropriate for all of us to hear you drop the F-bomb while your kids are hanging off the grocery basket, by the way. It just looks bad. It feels bad. It's embarrassing. And it has no honor. I've been waiting all week to say that. I don't know who said it to me, but I'm like, that's the word. It has no honor in it. So why do you think bonnets are attractive? Why do you think your daughter should see you leave the home in your bonnet and then hear you cuss in the grocery store around your kids, just not carrying yourself as a lady? And I think his content was geared towards highlighting what a lady looks like. What does a man's wife looks like? How does she speak? How does she carry herself? That's all he was trying to do. He had a harsh way of doing it, but at this point, 
So do you it's believe all it was that too, works. So do you believe it was too harsh? No. Because like, no. Because I, I will say, a lot of times, even <clears throat> even before him, I remember I made a comment like that before, and I saw a lot of women combat that. I was like, this woman tells me five six. She's like 190-something pounds, almost 200 pounds. I'm like, you're the size of a running back. I'm like, you hit the A-gap. And when and, and, and a lot of times, you see how you laughing right now? Now, a comedian can tell that joke. <laughs> because keep in mind, like, when you're, when you're doing this platform, like, it is a, you do ride a fine line of entertainment mm-hmm. in fact. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can tell somebody that they're fat, I have to correct myself and, and politically say they're obese, but or overweight. The, but the but the but the idea of the fact that she, uh, what I was saying to the lady was, you weigh as much as a man, you weigh as much as a man, you weigh as much as a running back, and and, and that's just fact all the way across. But some would say by how I'm talking or by how he's talking that you're degrading women. Now I want to take this and take this. So people can put in a different perspective, so they can open their mind a little bit. It's, it's plus it, size. It, it, it's, it's plus, plus size. size. Gotcha. Thank you. But I want you to take. This is one of the things that most like I didn't get this, but he got that. They would say, "Well, he hate black people. He hate well, he hate black women." And he would say, "Well, I hate black women. I hate black women." Now, it's okay to disagree with how someone delivers their message. Some people have a way that they want to be handled with kitten mittens, as it's called, or so-called. so, or so called. And I remember a show that he did was like, you know, my tone, my tone. He asked the lady on there, how would you like me to talk? How would you like me to talk to the women? And she really couldn't give an answer. And her last answer was, well, I would like you to talk like Minister Farrakhan. Now. I want you to think about Minister Farrakhan of how he delivered things. If you're really thinking about how he talked. But one thing I can tell you that he would say is he hate, he hate the Negro or in, in, in other words, like he would have to sell out Negro. Does that mean that he hate black people? He hate, he hate the sell out Negro. It's a, it's a, it's a difference between, Hating all black people and, and then a, a and then a, and then a hating a particular type. Yeah. It didn't mean that he hated black people. Of course not. But he hated people that were sellouts and particularly blacks. That's why he would call him a sellout Negro. So if you come to Kevin Samuels and he say, "We don't like this type of woman," it wasn't that the woman was was black just because his audience was mainly black women, but he hated unruly women because that's really what it is. It's combative women that's sitting there trying to tell you when you telling them facts and they're trying to be funny. If you ever looked at a full episode, and I was really my problem with a lot of people is that they would look at clips. And I know this for a fact because people look at clips from me. We post clips and they find a way to redirect my words or say, oh, well, damn, that was, why did he say it like that? Without looking at the whole content of the show. Miss Lassiter doesn't really look at comments. I do. My, my skin is real tough enough to see those comments. But do I feel like sometimes if you're talking calm, sometimes the delivery have to be rough? Well, I think that this truth telling has to be 100% the way it is. And this is why. Because as a culture... We just have fallen victim to the church. And it, I have to ride a thin line because I'm a very spiritual person. I have a higher being that I definitely believe in. And I definitely don't think it's a bad thing for the church to be a backbone. However, since that's your backbone and you get so much softness and so much encouragement and so much motivation from the pastor then this is what you need from Kevin Samuels and podcasters. You need a balance. I get it. You need a place where you can go and not be judged and be encouraged. And that's all women have been singing about, by the way. And that's what I hear as a friend. Well, girl, we just got to love each other and accept each other for what we are. Why don't we just love each other for the way we are? Fuck that. I don't accept your 
cigarette smoking. And I don't accept your overeating. Just like you might not accept me stealing or you might not accept my bad language. There are things about each other that it's okay to say that we don't like, especially if fixing it is going to make you better. But we're so wrapped up in the the church, I, and because at the end of the day, when I argue with my friends, that's where they always go back to. When I'm having an argument or a debate with my mother, that's what she falls back on. She falls back on the encouragement and that moral ground that we should all just stay on and we should encourage and lift our sisters up. So it's not okay to say, you know what? You might want to order the salad instead of the fries, girl, because I love you. You know, we can't say that. We, we're haters when we say that. And so I think that, Kevin Samuel's approach had to be that way because it's hard to combat that with the Bible says. That energy was needed because he knew that that phrase was coming. The Bible says we have to at some point stand up, not against it, but stand up for the truth. We get why you need all this invisible stuff because motivation is invisible. You feel it. It's not something tangible. Someone can't, so someone has to say something to you to give you this feeling to uplift you. I get it. It is not tangible. What you see in the mirror is when you stand up and you look at yourself in the mirror, when you do this, you can smell it, right? So you know you need to go brush your teeth. That's what I'm talking about. That is Fact. But that's an interesting point that you, you bring up. But I also want to say this, too, because since you're bringing up the church, keep in mind that I think a lot of people don't really don't really if you didn't wasn't a fan of him, you didn't even really uh, know anything about him that he ministered in the church. And when people started going the route of uh, the church or talking about their Christian or something or their moral or, high ground, more one of the things that he would bring up the most is that <clears throat> but you don't you're not living Christian life. You're just and using see, and, it against and, me and, in this and, moment. And you're trying to use it, mm -hmm. but you're not living that way. Yep. When you talk about that, what was one of the main things that he would bring up? You're having a child before marriage. Well, if that's in the Bible and you're trying to use the Bible against me, then you're incorrect. Mm -hmm. This is a truth telling fact. Mm -hmm. And we celebrate a lot of times like the idea of him saying, hey, you want a high value man that might be a little bit too high out of out, out, out of your reach, but there is an average man out there for you because you're just raising your standards a little bit higher. Why don't you marry the person that you're really supposed to be with or the person that you had a child with? Mm -hmm. Won't you try working out that relationship with that person? Mm -hmm. Because people that sitting there saying like he hated black women or he was against, like he was talking about structure is is in the black community that is actually missing and women would be on there that he wouldn't beat them down they hung themselves with their own truths no i think it, they, it, i think it, he beat it, them it, down i think he did but i think it but, needed to happen but but what i'm saying is he didn't use you I, not to take anything away from what you're saying but what i'm saying is he didn't make anything up they hung themselves with their own it words right, right, you understand right. because he would constantly say i hear real well woman yeah. I heard a woman call in there talking about she was married and wanted a high-value man. She wanted to leave a marriage that she was in to go back to her ex that was a high-value man. Mm -hmm. You understand I what I'm saying? That show. So a lot of times when, when people hear stuff like that, because I would hear the women, and I was like, this shit is unreal. One of his key things, can't make this shit up. He didn't make this shit up. Mm -hmm. I watched it unfold with my own eyes as I watched it. A lot of times is I got if I get comments, I get calls. I have to hit I have to hit women with hard truths. You right. got a question for me? Yeah, uh, this comment, um, Ju Juby, she says he was using black women to get paid. Okay, what let me say this. I am glad that they're I, I, starting I to chime I, in. I answer. He was using black women to get paid. Okay. Do athletes use black people to get paid? Because we're talking like people don't use people or entertainers don't use. The NBA uses black people to get paid. Soccer players are used by company to get paid. NFL, white old owners use those black African-American men men to get paid. But you ain't complaining about that. <laughs> so are you? what is your point? None. She don't have one. And on top of that, 
he didn't tell these women to call in. This is the other thing. We 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 have freedom of speech. He wasn't forcing women to call in. Mm-hmm. They called in on their free will. And for a fact, his percentage of analytics, just like our analytics, was 75% women, not men. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. Women he encountered, women he's listening to, women that called in had a big old ego. That's the one thing that I took away when I chimed in and someone called. She called like, I got my shit together. A, B, and C. I make this much money. And it took him asking one question. How many kids you got? Two. Okay. Same baby daddy? No. Okay. So whatever you just, your intro is out the door. Out the door, out the window. You got two kids from two different men. Now your circumstance might be great. And on the other side of that, it might make sense. But the facts are is you have two children from two different men that did not marry you. So you need to check yourself. The problem can't be them twice because if the problem is then twice, the problem is still you. You chose wrong. What's wrong with hearing that? What's wrong with hearing the truth? There are plenty of women listening to this podcast right now who got multiple baby daddies. Check yourself. Whether it was a mistake because you was acting too grown um, you were, I don't know, high on drugs, in love twice, whatever it was, you still ended up unwed with two children from two different men that did not marry you or two different men that did not marry you. And then you have the nerve to be searching for a third. You got the nerve to be, have an ego about needing a man to support you and your two kids. It's not cool. It ain't pretty. It ain't attractive period. And I'm another woman. What do you have that you think is so attractive to sell? Because at the end of the day, whether you like to hear it or not, we're looked at just like any other product on the shelf, just like any other product on the shelf. It needs to be dusted. It needs to be taken from the back of the shelf to the front of the shelf. It's called fronting. That's what they do in grocery stores at night because everybody has taken all the the stuff that was up front They've taken it off the shelf. So you got to take the stuff that's in the back and you got to move it forward. Okay. And when you move it forward, that means you're on display. So when you're on display, what do you think another man wants to see? He definitely don't want to see the bonnet. He definitely don't want to see nine inch eyelashes. He doesn't want to see orange hair. He doesn't want to see your children who are not clothed properly, dirty, being cussed out in public places. These are all things that Kevin Samuels needed to shed light on. And he did that simply by asking a couple of questions of women who called in. Don't forget that the women called in themselves, but they called in with an ego this big. And with a couple of them questions, they end up sitting on the couch like that little voodoo doll on a Beetlejuice. (laughs) And I also want you to also want you to keep in mind is, is the thing about this is like any other, uh, place, this is not a communist country. There are shows that come on TV that I opt not to watch. I don't watch police shows. Not because I'm against the police. I just don't watch them. I don't watch reality shows. I have nothing against the Kardashians and stuff like that. I just opt not to watch them. But I don't go around saying, uh, they making, uh, they making Armenians look like buffoons. There's other Armenians out here. He didn't, he represented what he wanted to represent and people were acting like he was supposed to be a one-stop shop. Like, yeah, you're talking about this, but what about that? And I noticed that a lot of times when I'm talking to, especially just us having our own platform, it's like, we'll we'll have a topic going on and then comments come back and say, yeah, that happened, but what about the men? The topic isn't the men. And the topic was the topic when he was talking about it. And it's also a generalization. It's not everybody. It's, it's not like he was saying every woman in the world. Every woman is fat. Every woman can't get a man. Every woman can't do that. It's a generalization. We do that in this world. We give a generalization. Now, if you're giving that generalization, nine times out of ten from the data statistics that's actually going on, is it a lie that most women file for divorce? No, it's not a lie. That's fucking fact. In the African-American community, is most of them overweight. Mm-hmm. 
It's fact. We supposed to like gloss over this like it's real, and we disguise it by not being on code. Because in a lot of these other cultures, they have a code. Whites have a code. Puerto Ricans have a code. Irish have a code. Black people is well. I Every don't. Man for I, I don't agree with this person. So this person is hating. We start coming up with like different philosophies <laughs> on whether we think. Like this didn't, and it's like a civil war between black people. And I, I and I tell people a lot of time, it's a civil war going on. Mm-hmm. It's like black people and niggas. We are not on the same goddamn page because each person have the free will to think. So if you didn't get, if you didn't like his content, you can easily change from that channel. You didn't have to crucif- crucify him or say he's hating black women or he's gay. And that's another thing too. When people start hearing truth. The very first thing that I noticed, even for us, even for us, because I look in these comment sections, I'm giving a comment and it's, look at him. He look, he think he's Mr. T. Insults. It's, it's a bunch of insults that go on. Nothing to do with the topic. Nothing at all. And that's because they don't have anything to say about the topic. And this is really sad because this was an opportunity to get to know our men. I thought that's why we were here, which is going to cross over into now the women's movement. But I, I thought... As a black woman, we were here to support the black man. I thought we were here to be his rib. I thought we were here to be his backbone. So finally, a man is coming out and telling you what he doesn't like. They're telling us out of their mouths what they're attracted to. Sorry it hurt your feelings, honey. But I'm glad someone told me they don't like colored hair. I don't like colored hair anyway. But if I was thinking about it, now that I know most men don't like colored hair, I got a gift. I used to wear my hair more, um, I used to like a, a bundle, a sew-in. I used to kill a sew-in. I got with my man. My man told me, you know, I don't really like long, silky hair. You know, could you try dreads or braids, something more Afrocentric? I, I did it because I'm a, I'm, I want to be a representation of, of him. It doesn't mean I don't like silky hair anymore, but I thought this is what we were here for. You understand what I'm saying? I, I mean... If you're trying to marry, if you're not trying to be alone and just please you and your friends, then if you're on the side of, I want to be married one day, I want to do things that are attractive to men, then where are you going to get the information from? Your grandma? Your mama? She don't know. Ask a man. And that's what Kevin gave us. Kevin gave us what it was we wanted to know. What is the man thinking? Did it come out the way that you would have wanted it to come out? No, but he ain't your damn daddy. And he ain't your pastor either. He's a guy that doesn't know you. So that boundary is missing. The stuff that, that's why you said, a man came out and said, well, these are all the things another man won't say. He won't say that because he's scared of hurting his loved one's feelings. But he didn't like her orange hair. He hates your eyelashes, girl. He hates that you got on that bright red ass lipstick. He don't like your ass hanging out the shorts. He just doesn't want to start a fight. It is what it is. He's been dealing it for so long. He done seen the bonnet a thousand times. He doesn't like it. And that's why his ass is on IG looking at bitches without bonnets on. That's why he's on IG with the girls on his IG ain't heavy set. This should be a red flag for you. It's an argument instead of, hmm, that's what he really likes. It's an argument for you when you see what's in your man's phone because now you're seeing what he really likes. This is a gift. It's not a curse. It's information. And information is always power. So I'm definitely not going to beat up on a man who is telling me his truth. He don't like fat. He don't like ignorant. He doesn't like aggressive. He doesn't like loud. These are all things that we have to notice about ourselves. (laughs) Pull back a little. Change. And and, and keep in mind that the feminist movement have been around a long time. And also, women have controlled media for a long time. Men have never really had an outlet. Men haven't had a way to say initially what we want. The manosphere is here, yeah, and it's and not going. It. And it's not going anywhere. So, for those of y'all that's saying, "Oh my God, I'm glad he's gone" and stuff like that, I can imagine what y'all think about people like me <laughs> and other people who represent that. Because at the end of the day, he's also showing men how to stand up for themselves and have a voice to say it mm-hmm. what it is that we actually want. Mm-hmm. It's all right for when a woman says, hey, I want a man with a flat stomach. Mm-hmm. I want a man with a big dick. Mm-hmm. I want a man whose bank account is out of this world, mm-hmm. and they don't even match that type of energy. I've sat down with women who are unruly and failing at life. They don't think they're failing at life, 
I had a conversation. I had a conversation with my old lady, and she had three friends, and she was like, "Well, I feel like they're winning." And it, from a man's standpoint, when I started explaining to her, just because they had a degree, just because they was a nurse, just because they were making money, I also spoke from a man's point of view of how when men look at women, we take in the the account of things that we want, and what we look at is a sign not to mess with the woman, regardless of you may love your baby. And I, there's a lot of women out here. My child is is precious mm -hmm. to you, but when you but when you bring in to another man and want another man to raise your child, he's a liability. You might not want to hear that, but the child is a liability. He he damn sure the fuck ain't no perk. When I'm choosing a woman, it's my prerogative if I want to choose one who does not have children. It's my preference. Just like a woman can have a preference to say, well, you have two kids, so I prefer not to deal with you. It's okay to disagree. And that's the thing that really I feel we need to get on a more clear path that it's okay if we don't disagree. We don't have to go to calling names. We don't have to go to insults. We don't have to go to that. It's okay to disagree. You don't have to agree with Ke what Kevin Samuel was saying. If you think you can get through life and say, hey, I got three kids, four kids. I'm overweight, and I can still find somebody. You're okay. You but can believe that. where's the honor in that? I want to ask the women, and I want answers back. Where is the honor in not being fit or because, not trying to get fit? Because I know it's hard. Can, because they feel they can manifest it, and because y'all, because a lot of times what I've heard is they got Sierra's prayer out there. <laughs> they do, but a lot of times they what happens is when people start hearing truths. They say, who are you to tell me what I can't get just because mm -hmm. you couldn't get it? I hear a lot, of that, a lot of that a lot. But now when you go by data statistics and stuff like that, they don't even want to go by that. So what he pointed out a lot, what he pointed out a lot of times was that's why he started out that way. How old are you? What's your dress size? How much did how much did you weigh the last time you weighed yourself? Mm -hmm. How long was your last relationship? If I was to talk to your ex, what would he say about you? These are to put things in perspective. He wasn't beating the women down. They were giving the answers. And he was giving his opinion from his standpoint of how he saw. Why? Because women speak to other women and get wrong information instead of speaking to a man. I have a daughter. Mm -hmm. And I my daughter, I tell her that. She asks questions to her mom. And I'm like, why? I'm a man. Ask a man. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a man. You want to know about dating and how men view you? Mm -hmm. Your mom can't answer that. Your mom dates men. I am one. I think unconsciously we go to women because we want the, that motivation. We pick the people to ask the questions to so we could premeditate. We kind of premeditate what the answer is going to be. It's kind of like fishing for compliments. You know, hey, girl, do I look good in this? You already feel like you look good, but you need to hear someone else say it. A lot of times when we go to people, we pick people to talk to about certain situations because we know what kind of answer we're going to get. But y'all You lie. only call your pastor with that problem, not because you expected your pastor to say, now, girl, why did you do that? You know that he going to say it's going to be all right. And that's what you need to hear. But y'all lie. That's a, that's it a, that's is a problem. not, I'm saying that it's not cool. Put yourself in, put yourself in this position. You're spending thousands of dollars to go to college and get a degree. Thousands. Mm -hmm. So do you want to go to work study with the person who's playing music the whole time and rolling up? Or are you going to go to work study with somebody who has more smarts than you? In a, in a situation like that, women are going to give you the clear answer. Well, I'm, duh, that's easy. I'm going to go with the guy who knows more than me. It's work study. And I spent $1,000 on my college education. So of course, I'm not going to pick the bad person to study with. It's easy for you to come up with that. But before you ask a question about being fit or whether something looks good on your body or a mistake that you made or a bad choice you're getting ready to make, you go ask the person who you know is going to still keep you on that path because you put so much into that path, that one wrong opinion or that one wrong piece of hate might derail that. So you purposely, I think we premeditate who we're going to ask about certain things. So at least it won't knock us off our square. 
Kevin Samuels knocked women off their, their square. I know that he did because when they called in, like I said, they had these big egos. I'm going to call in because I don't got it. He can't be talking about me. And then you got on that phone and you got the opposite based on your own answers. And it knocks people off their square. They weren't ready to hear everything that they were doing didn't matter. I got a degree. I make $90,000 a year. And so to hear that's not good enough. To hear, okay, you make $90,000 a year, but where's your husband? And how many kids you got? That's the shit that they weren't prepared for. They thought that $90,000 to $100,000 was enough for him to say, oh, okay. Because it's worked on everybody else. It even works on me. Like you said, I have some very successful friends that could cut a check. Actually, I have more than three successful friends that could cut a check for lots of money. And so to me, that's success. They don't have the issue of struggling, but they're all single. Every single one of them are single. So to a man, for a woman, that's successful. To a man, well, why don't know, why aren't you married? Okay, how many kids you got? Okay, so you're not married because you're engulfed in your career. And then on top of that, now you got multiple children. Well, that's not success to a man. And I get that. But I'm giving the example of how it even works on me so that you guys know that it works on other people. So they thought that calling in and them telling their income was just going to fix it because we thought that Kevin Samuels may have been talking about a peon and I'm not a peon. So I'm about to call in, but your money doesn't separate you from everybody else. And keep in mind that, you know, women that called in a lot of time, they wanted to know how to get a high volume man. man yes. And I've had conversation with women, like you said, that um, they have a degree. They might be making uh, 70, 80, $90,000. But the thing about it that a lot of times when I've held conversations with women, I would be talking to I would be talking to them from the standpoint of how a man would actually view you. So some women that would talk to me would have three kids and they everything isn't a, a failure because you have some women that do it right. Some women get married young and they do it right and it just happens not to, to work, work out. out. Then you have certain women who are in those same scenarios. They have a college degree, they have a good job and have three, four kids, but they're like on the dating market and like, why is it that I can't find this man? I, I'm checking off all these boxes and I have to show them that, well, you're checking off them boxes for who? You're checking up them boxes for you? Because to, to a, a man, man because, because to a man, that is not important. Mm -hmm. Because most women, they often, when I talk to them, came from the same standpoint. They choose men that's lower than them so they can talk to them a certain way because they don't want to better themselves. They don't want to they don't want to better themselves to come up to 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 a man that now you can't say is a bum. They don't want to better themselves to a man who is financially stable, just as educated, and now they have to actually cook and clean and and roles play the natural the natural roles that a woman needs to play as a woman mm -hmm. and a man plays as a man. You have women out here now that move like men, talk like men, curse like men, tat it up like men. Shit, it's tatted like, up, pierced <clears throat> up, cussing. Just not lady like and and, 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 and and women don't understand women don't understand those type of things. So it's funny to me when I, I would hear women say, well he would degrade women. He would insult them. He would do those type of... But y'all don't have that same type of energy when it's being spewed to a man. But you can't call somebody... You can't take some... Say somebody's insulting you if you're not doing something insulting. Your bad words is insulting to men. All your kids running around with no control that you expecting another man to take care of is insulting. You in that bonnet, insulting. You in all that makeup, insulting. You not going to the gym, being unfit, overeating, and not taking care of yourself, insulting, 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 and insulting, wanna, insulting. And time out. I want people to hear something. Stop dating women outside of your tax bracket and then calling them materialistic, right? If I date a man and we are going half on bills, you are my friend. You are not my man. You're my friend. Buddy, you're my close friend. Where I get a little penis from. <laughs> if I am the woman who I am the provider and I 
provide and pay for most of the dates and stuff. You are now my son. You're my son. You're my child. You're my son. But now, if you are the man and you are paying for the majority of dates and, you know, doing what a man does, then you are my man. Am I wrong for this mentality? This, 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 is, what they, this, this is what they think of us. And this is what Kevin Sanders was trying to show you. This is what the modern day women think about men. Like, 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 did you hear what she said? If, um, if she is, if a man is paying for half of something, that is her friend that she get dick from every once in a while. And if she's paying for everything, it's, that is her child, a child. And if <laughs> he's paying for everything, that is a man. And with a straight face. Is something wrong with the way that I think? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, that's what that was the question that she asked. But the funny thing about it is, this is what Kevin was trying to recorrect. Mm -hmm. That type of thinking. Mm -hmm. Who was protecting the man? Who was protecting the black we man? We have a voice, but we've been combated again with unruly women. Mm -hmm. Because this is the thought process of how they view us. What do you think about that? Um, what do I think about what she said? I do think this is the thinking of modern women. I think I know where it comes from. I wouldn't be being my transparent self if I didn't admit to being one of those women who made the wrong choice. I chose wrong. And I chose someone who pretty much tried to run through my bank account, you know, every chance that he got. And so if I'm thinking in, in when I was going through that and I heard her say that that would be empowering to me. So I don't, I don't, it's a thin line because experience, let me say our experiences with bad men or our experiences with our bad choices have led us to this new way of thinking. Gotcha. You understand what I'm saying? So, so I don't want to beat her up too much, well, I, I will but be, I, I, I will be, there. I will say <clears throat> that there are, is some correcting to be had there, but I don't want to ignore I'm any bad her. experiences gotcha. that she had that gotcha. led her to that. And I'm gonna beat her up for you. I, I, I'll beat her up for you because I am a man. And my issue with it is not what she's talking about. My issue is how she's looking at it. See, in the in the black community, there's no way in the white community that 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 would be said. It would. And if even if you flip that around, there's no man that could come out and say, "Well, I'm taking care of this woman." Like. If, a, if, if you have a two-income household, or let's say just a, a household in general, and the wife decides to be a mother, a, a house mom, there's no man that's going to be like, well, that's my child. When we go out, introduce his wife as his child. It, it, this, this is the difference is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand like what the issue really is because, yes, anybody can get taken advantage of. A black man can get taken advantage of. You understand what I'm saying? But when you result to this type of thinking and just say, well, this is a child, it's disrespectful. Yeah, you know? and then and, it's going to lead you to be so, disrespectful and, when you talk and, to him. And yeah. keep in mind that even while you was talking, and I, and I even understand that, this is what I said earlier, and this is what Kevin was saying. Why you didn't Why you didn't marry, why you didn't marry your baby daddy? Well, he's he's a bum. Um, he, 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 he just, he's not good material, but he was good enough for you to put, to, have, uh, to a have a baby from, but he's not good enough for you to marry. These, this type of thinking is, is what I would, would say to you that if you're picking the man that's, that's wrong, that's that low down, why are you having, open, or why are you opening your legs for him? Why are you having sex with him? Unprotected sex with him. Like, do, like those type of things. So you see what I'm saying? So that's why when these things come into play, it's not in void. Because mm -hmm. a man would hold another man accountable for that. Mm -hmm. If I was dating a woman and she was underneath me, my friends would check me. And be like, hey, what are you like, doing? What you, what you dating that stripper for? Yeah. Like, you way up here. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand what you're saying, but that type of mentality also has her looking at every man like that and then say, well, this certain man is this way, so this would make some a man. And in the black community, it's, it's, it's though we have a mindset of only finances make a man. And that's not true. That is not true. I'll tell you what else, you know, 
that I'm glad that um we got Kevin Samuels and why I'm on the side of truth. I went through this thing when I was actively on Facebook where every other day there was a fucking baby shower. Never a wedding. 16 years old, baby shower. 18 year old, baby shower. 24 year old, baby shower. 13 year old, baby shower. No weddings. Always a baby shower. Where is the honor in that? Why are we celebrating all these kids out of fucking wedlock? And we actually have a party. And then baby showers these days? These hoes got on full-on prom dresses. Full-on prom dresses. Baby daddy in a tux. Gifts, cakes, hors d'oeuvres. Celebrating a new life. And the two people have not even said I do. This is the black community. This is what Kevin Samuels is trying to say has no honor. It has no honor. It came to a point that even people I knew, I stopped saying congratulations. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I act like I didn't even see the post. Oh, another baby shower. I ain't with it. I haven't even been invited to a wedding. I'm not going to nan other baby shower and giving you nan other gift for nan other child that was born out of fucking wedlock for no reason. Can't tell me, is no excuse for it. If you are in a position to give birth to a new life, then you need to marry him. You need to marry that guy. There's no reason, I understand everybody's circumstance is different and this is just a generalization. As a community, we have to stop celebrating things and doing things that have no honor. Even something as simple as choosing to celebrate by having a baby shower. You know what you could do? You could say in lieu of a baby shower, we're going to start an account for the kid. We're not going to have a party because that gives out the wrong message. We're celebrating a bad choice. I understand that. And I'm not even knocking what you're going to say. We're going to roll into the second segment so we can kind of give our uh, uh, second impressions of what we thought about the women who celebrated his death um, and just the overall view of what was going on as far as like his, his death. Um, I'm disappointed. I want to speak about the people that I heard personally speaking. I saw Vivica Fox. Mm. Not a good example to women. You could tag her. Not a good example. Last thing I remember her doing was twerking, and she got it, was in her 50s at that point. On stage, BET, I understand it's entertainment. But she is not an example of honor. She's just an actress who did set it off a couple of movies. We don't know her character. We know that she dated someone half her age. We know that he trashed her on the internet. We know that she's unmarried. So there's no honor in that. Not enough honor that she should be on the internet trashing somebody who was trying to give us truth. The reason why she trashed us is because he gave us truth about her. This is not a woman that any of us should look up to unless we just want to be actresses and we think she's done a good move, a good job in movies. That would be something to admire about Vivica Fox. As far as her being an honorable woman for all women to be looking up to, she wasn't. So I don't think it was her place to say anything about Kevin Samuels. Second person. Oh, I don't... And and keep in mind, we should not be celebrating nobody's death. Of course that's, not. That's that's first and foremost that I want to that I off that I want to say. Besides the people that you're gonna be naming or saying, we should not be celebrating nobody's death. To mm-hmm. sit there and say that that's karma for <laughs> the things that she he, was that, mad. That for, for the things he was saying. I hate to tell you this, ladies, you're still overweight. Yeah, you you still don't you still don't have the value that he was saying that you supposed to have. No You're honor. Still unruly. Yep. and You still don't have honor. None of these things are gonna disappear because he passed. But just to be celebrating, because I seen verified people online saying, "Thank God that he's dead." Sad. Look, that is karma. Sad. Look that I'm and I'm like, and mm-hmm. it's a black community. That really was disturbing for me. Because he got under their to, skin. To, well, I, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I get that. But what I'm saying is, like, it's okay to disagree with somebody. You didn't like what he was saying. That's fine. But when do we get to the point where I was saying to myself, like, damn, we're really in the last days when we people can openly come out and and, and instead of saying, you know, I didn't, I didn't disagree 
But damn, know, that was sad. But to, 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 but the but the say they don't even have to really say that. But you had people like even like on the Breakfast Club, like, well, I don't have to the mourn that he that he died. I didn't say for anybody to mourn his death. What I'm saying is celebrating it or saying like I really don't care out 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 and open and you free. It's 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 free will. You can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But it just shows me the humanity of where we're at. Like we in the really last days. If I had any thought process about how we are interacting with human beings. It's like really at a different level. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I cannot believe. And keep in mind, he, this man was only on YouTube. He wasn't on HBO. He wasn't on It was Nash- what he was saying. National what he was th- saying truth. was enough <laughs> that it it was it was it spread far and wide. Um, Pastor Jamal Bryant. I'm a real housewife watcher. Okay. Giselle Bryant is on a show called Real Housewives of Potomac. Pastor Jamal Bryant is not married to Giselle Bryant anymore for infidelity inside the church. He's the pastor of the church, having sex with other church members, having babies, and he has the nerve to talk about Kevin Samuels? There's no honor in that. Again, black folk and no honor. Where is the honor? There is no honor in talking ill about someone who's passed along. There is no honor in glossing over the truth, even though it was harsh. There's just no honor in it. And I really want people to take away from that word, honor. And we're not on code is a black community. Like, I understand us having, like, different views of opinion and stuff like that. But when you're talking about men like that, I also want to say this. It's crazy to me that we all have faults. We all we all live in sin. We all are not perfect people. Kevin wasn't perfect. I wasn't perfect. Um, Jamal Bryant, what's his name? Jamal Bryant. Jamal, Pastor Jamal, Jamal Bryant, Bryant. Was, wasn't perfect. <laughs> but the thing about it is the past judgment, like, mm-hmm. like you're better than somebody else, mm-hmm. is really, 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 really crazy to me because at the end of the day, Kevin, and I, I heard this, and, and, and I really want to take the chance to speak to my, my, my black men. It's like, whether you liked him or hated him, he still was standing up for black men to have a voice. I saw people saying that, you know, he's gay, and that look at the way he dressed, and I ain't sure if he like his mama, and, and, and all these things that had nothing to do with him trying to unite the black families back together saying let's start with marriage and that's what things that upset me about people that were trying to change the change the change change the narrative about him dying like it it, it was like super crazy to me to hear these type of things we have so many beta males that was raised by these women out here that y'all have women tendencies you talking about his tendencies some of y'all young black males out here have women tendencies the way that y'all talk. Y'all are not on code, and y'all quick to sell somebody out for some pussy or a street life or whatever it is, your homeboy <laughs> or anything else. Y'all do those type of things, but some man telling you how to be a man, you got an issue with. It's crazy to me. Um, Another name. Claudia Jordan. Mm-mm-mm. This woman here Spent some time on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Bird. That's an up north term for a scrub. Okay? These are the type of people that are coming out against Kevin Samuels, in my opinion, were the ones who needed to hear the message. That's where I'm going with this. They heard the message. They just didn't like it. (laughs) These, what's Tiny's friend? Shakana. Oh, my God. We all know when Shekana was on reality TV that we was like, why is she so loud? Kind of how y'all say about me. Why is she so loud? Why is she so ghetto? These are all the things that all of us have said about Shekana a thousand times. And then you let her and rally behind her to go against Kevin Samuels when she was the one that needed to hear the message. She needs to lose weight. She needs to talk softer. She needs to be less aggressive. She needs to be not so ghetto. There's no honor in being ghetto. She needed to hear his message. These are the women that are coming out against him. The one that need to hear it the most. 
That's why it's bothering me the more when I see women who needed it more than I did. I These are the same women who are combating him so much. You know why? Because their egos are inflated and they think that what they're doing is good enough. Y'all, when y'all, I don't know if y'all well, watch the, the show that. They uh, want the feminist movement to continue. If y'all watch the show that Claudia's on, ask her to show y'all her feet. Ask her to take off her shoes and put the feet in the camera. These are the things that Kevin Samuels would point out to Claudia Jordan. Baby girl, what we going to do about them toes? What we going to do about that? Because some men like feet. You're looking for a high-value man. He want he wants you out in sandals. You can't do nothing with them corns. So we got to get the corns removed. And it's been a long time. Maybe she got them removed. But I'm saying is little things like that. Like you, these are things that Kevin Samuels really focused on. What is it about yourself that you can fix to make yourself more valuable for the market? That's all. He just didn't say it like I just did. He wanted to take you. Look at you, ask you your dress size, what do you do for work, how many kids you got, why? Because he wanted you to elevate yourself and he can only do that by pointing out the things that need to be fixed. This is what they do in the music industry. If you are trying to be a singer and you go to the artist development department, they're going to say, take that off, put this on, cut your hair, dye it this color, lose some weight. They're trying to make you marketable. It's the same thing Kevin Samuels was trying to do for you to get a husband. And rating systems. For people to feel like rating systems don't exist, you're tripping. What do you think Miss Universe is? What do you think the, the, the beauty pageants are? Women rate men every day. And for him to rate women on his show, some of them called in just for the rating for some reason because they would they would think they are a, a ten. A, they would think they are ten, and he would say, "Hey, Beyonce's an eight, so you think you up there with Beyonce?" And without a shadow of a doubt, women would be like, "Yes," like bad and I. And being called delusion, I'm quite sure some people don't like to hear words attached to things that they're saying. And it it taken it takes them aback and or hearing them say, well, you know, you're an adjustable six or saying that you average. When did these words become offensive? Because a lot of times that's what I've heard when women was like, well, that's you know, that's offensive. So that's offensive. But to hear a woman say, if I'm paying for everything, this this man is my child. That's this not is, offensive. This, 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 this isn't offensive. And for uh, for women to to, to pick lower tier men and berate them and tell them they're not good enough and then and try to reach for a man that's out of the stratosphere for them and then have the nerve to be like, well, I have everything. Why can't I get this man? And when you met with truth, you just don't want to hear the truth. And also, it was a generalization. It wasn't like once he said something, it, it was unachievable to anybody. We make comments and, and have general conversations on here for generalization. And those are met a lot of times with insults. Like, grow up. It, 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 is the, it is the black community. We all need to have uncomfortable conversations. That way we know how to talk to one another. We really do. It's so important. It makes me, to be honest with you, and I know I have a lot of aggression behind the topic because... You know, we've been watching this unfold for about two weeks, so I was really, really excited about coming to do the show. But it's really, really bad and really sad that we've gotten to the point to where self-evaluation is dead. Because if you evaluated yourself and you know you needed to get your coins removed and you know you needed to probably brush your teeth more and pick a different hairstyle and lose weight, if you knew all these things about yourself, somebody else saying it to you would not hurt. So to see women taking what he said so hard is alarming and sad because that means they are looking themselves in the mirror and they're not seeing anything that needs to be adjusted. That's freaking scary because even I look in the mirror every day and there are things that I know that needs to be that need to be fixed. Whether it's something I can look in the mirror or see or not. It could be a mental thing. It could be a spiritual thing. It could be a physical thing. But I know for myself it needs to be fixed. So if someone else catches it, that to me is like a cosign. That for me is a validation. That for me is see, you got to fix that because now other people even see it. Why are we walking through life wanting to not be fixed? 
I had an artist that I worked with one time and she just was, I would very critical because I have to market you. Fix this, fix that. You're always so critical. You always criticize me. You're always saying this. You're always saying that. Just fucking encourage me. Why? Encourage you to sound bad? Because you sound bad. You gotta go to, you gotta go get vocal coaching. I'm trying to make you better because I don't want to, you to be embarrassed. I don't want to be embarrassed. We want to have honor. Our, we have to have honor when pre presenting our product. So if if your weight is getting in the way of that honor, you got to fix it. And men understand these type of things. When when men are playing football, when men are playing basketball, sports, the, They're coaches, open to the, criticism. the, 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 the coach is not there to praise us when we're doing bad. Right. That coach is there to correct what the hell is wrong. Right. It, does it get frustrating? Yes. yes. Does it get does it get to the point where you kind of upset with yourself and you're mad and and, and and because you know that it's fact and you know it's true, yeah. but you know that you have to accept it and then try to fix what to it is that, that, that what it is that, that coach is actually saying, then yes. And a lot of times with these women, these women have been coddled. They listen to other women. <laughs> uh they read uh books like Cosmopolitan and in in just like Kevin said, if you look back, Cosmopolitan, there was a woman that came out that said they lied they self to women to sell products. And this is the, the biggest thing. People that's speculating about his deaths, that, that's trying to tarnish uh, his legacy and say, well, look, he died um, with a man. Uh, look at look at the look at the look at the woman that he was with. She's plus size. I've heard that. Um, look look at her look at her nationality. Her nationality itself is is it, it wasn't uh, wasn't black. So you had some of those things, but that, but but that had nothing to do that had nothing to do with the message that he was delivering. Nothing at all. Like nothing whatsoever. Yeah, we just can't take it on the chin anymore. And I really like the fact that you brought up sports because even in the boxing ring. When they go on them sidelines, them mics ain't off. We hear what the <clears throat> corner is saying to their fighter. You're not defending yourself. They are trying to make those corrections in those, what did they get in the corner? Two minutes? Two minutes. Well, a minute. And, a minute. They get a minute. A minute. You think in that minute, that coach is like, well, I don't want to get in his head and mess him up. If I tell him something that might hurt his feelings, he might. A coach is not doing that. A coach has two minutes. That is 120 seconds to tell him what he saw in that fight that's going to make him lose and what he could do to win. Well, that's what Kevin Samuels was doing in an hour. He was spending time with you guys. We need way more than that, by the way. Spending time with people trying to peel off your ego and get down to what needs to be fixed so you can have some honor and some value about yourself. So your final thoughts? My final thoughts are, you know, at this point on social media, if someone's saying something slanderous about Kevin Samuels, I don't even read it. He did not offend me. He could not offend me um, because I find that what Kevin talked about was truth. And there is no way in this life at this day and age, 2022, that the truth should be offensive, period. And I just want to tell people that it's okay to disagree with people. It, it don't have to turn into a fight. It don't have to turn into people calling each other name. It's okay to disagree. You didn't agree with some of the things that he said. That's fine. You was able to turn the channel. But if he was doing so bad, then people wouldn't have been calling in. Women wouldn't have been calling in. I've seen women in, or, or in couples that said he actually put them together. So to take away from those things, to sit down and say he hated uh, black women and he degraded them and those things. No, he didn't. You just didn't want to hear the hard truth. Nope. He had a way of doing it for his show. He had entertainment parts that was in there. And if you listen to some of the people that called in, if you was nice to him, he was nice to them. But if you called in and you were unruly and trying to have an attitude, he called an attitude. Yeah, but there was the one thing that <clears throat> bothered him was unruly women. So there was no way he was going to deal with that type of behavior but I on get this it. show. But what I'm saying is it to, to be a hypocrite to say that if someone was to come to you with an attitude, you would meet them with an attitude. Yes. Just as, just as a human being is what I'm saying. Yes. If someone met, if so, if I'm talking to somebody calm and they came with an attitude, I'm going to come with an attitude. Yes. It doesn't make me a bad person no. is what I'm saying. Right. So 
a lot of those just calls, matching the energy. Thank you. A lot of those calls that came in, people a that a lot of people that have things to say, they didn't even watch the show. They watch clips. There's people who watch our clips and they don't watch the whole show and the whole content and form a whole opinion based on a 60 second clip. Yeah. That's what I call weak. <laughs> Those are weak weak people. Very very weak individuals. Can't take the truth you're weak. You know, and that's the only word that I can really come up with. And and I am ready for the backlash. This is not the time to be weak. Not in this world that we live in. You know, we're trying to kick down doors. Talking to our community. Mm-hmm. We're trying to kick down doors, break boundaries, ask people to respect us, ask people to have honor where we're concerned when we don't have honor ourselves. And I have a big, big problem with that. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. And Let's do it. That's it. This is Kana Lassiter. You know where to find me. I'm on Twitter and I'm on IG at Kana Lassiter. Hey, you can find your boy on both platforms. That's 51 Spade on Twitter and IG. We want to bring y'all more shows. We want to thank, I want to thank everybody for joining us on TikTok and people that join us on YouTube and Podbean. You want to support the show. Donations can go to Alpha Male God on uh cash app on cash app and help support the show help us grow we can give y'all more content more episodes so if you want to do that again that's that cash app that's dollar sign alpha male god go ahead and donate and we will get you more shows you looking for these shirts that's alpha male god creations on ig and i'm gonna sign us out like we always do rest in peace rest in peace rest in peace